Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. and Sean Williams has the pick for the Bengals. Under pressure, Winston's got to get rid of it, and it's intercepted! A terrible throw to Preston Brown! On first down, Winston fakes the run, sets to throw, and overthrows his third interception of this game! He had Cameron Brait open, and he threw it too high. Protection is good, the throw is not. His fourth interception of the game, it's a interception touchdown for Jesse Bates and the Bengals. And welcome back to a Real Bucks Talk podcast. This is Michael Plus joined by Mark Ramirez. And that is how yesterday went for our Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It was a tale of two halves. And again, for whatever reason, this team just can't find a way to play four quarters together as a, as a team. And whether it be offense or defense or special teams, it seems one of the units uh, continues to let us down. And that was the defense in the in the first half and you know no offense to go with it as well and then in the second half they find a little spark and defense you know plays outstanding and just couldn't find the you know bounces we needed but obviously the big news today from uh Dirk Cutter's press conference earlier uh Ryan Fitzpatrick will be your starter going into next week against the Carolina Panthers but I think in today's episode we're just going to do some more recap look at the some positives from yesterday and uh talk a little bit more about some other topics that are you know on our mind but mark uh thoughts on uh today's news or whatever you want to get into it was expected i mean you you can't have someone that looked that bad telestrating throws putting you in position to lose and especially with a coach that's trying to save his job Mm -hmm. and you already know what Fitzpatrick could do, you saw a three-game span of it. Fans were calling for it. And then the leash on Winston probably was already short enough as it is, considering his past and how he can't really stay on the damn field because of his off-the-field crap, not just the on-field. Yeah. But, I mean, I said it last last podcast, I've broken up with Jameis Winston. I'm I'm usually his biggest supporter, but that game – was just too much for me. And I agree with the move to put Fitzpatrick in. I I want to see the Fitz magic. Do I want to see us go on a run? Yes. Do I think it could be possible? Yes. Am I going to be blind and naive and think, oh, yeah, it's going to happen no matter what? No, because as you just said, this team never plays four quarters in a row. Someone either throws interceptions or the defense just doesn't show up. Yeah. And we need... A total game 
I mean, you can't go into halftime 27 to 9. A, a good majority of that is two interceptions that lead you to looking like shit, where you could have had a touchdown on one of those. So that's one touchdown away from them. Or at least we would have seven more. Mm-hmm. Giving you, what, 16, 20, 20? 16, 20 is a lot better than 27 to 9. I mean, it's, I agree with you, it's the team not playing together, not the whole four quarters. I credit that to coaching. And you all have heard us talk about this. We don't like the coaching mentality, the the lack of attacking weaknesses, the prohibited, just blatant, oh, I'm just going to run my scheme. I'm not going to look at the other team where their injury report is. This isn't football. This isn't taking advantage of guys. This is just, I think I know best. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. I mean... I want to win, but I want to win right, not just win lucky. When you, we could be beating these teams easy, they, but the Browns we should have beat easy, and they're they fire their coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we barely beat them. <laughs> the Bengals we should have won. This is a team we could have beat. I like how Fitzpatrick comes in for one quarter, and damn near dominates. Right. He threw for almost two hundred yards, two touchdowns, like in a quarter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you multiply go, that by four, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you go back, you go back to Atlanta game. That should have been a win. Uh, Cleveland, yes, should have been a much easier victory. And then a Cincinnati team that's just not very good, and they were kind of on the you know struggling fence. Like we should have, we should have beat them as well. So yeah, it's just it's just frustrating to see the same old stuff every week. Like this team has the ability to play a complete game, and for whatever reason, they just can't put it together. Uh, whether that be due to youth on the you know defense as far as the secondary, or you know just not running the proper alignments or uh, defensive coverages stuff like that. Uh, you know, you're dropping back Vita Vea in coverage, which I don't understand. And then the same thing with Carl Nassip. And, That's probably when he uh, damn near tore his ACL and he's dropping back in coverage. <laughs> I mean, it's just, and guys are, you know, late to the spot as far as coverage goes as well. You know, I see Levante David and Justin Evans reacting late on some passes, um, not being where they're supposed to be. Uh, Darius Taylor looked, you know, out of place at times. And again, that's his first time starting um, as a middle linebacker. And he was he was getting, you know, swallowed up in, in gaps. So just it's frustrating to see nothing progressing towards where we need to be. And the funny thing is this team is only one game back out of the second wild card spot at three and four. Now, granted, you have seven other teams that are one game back. So it's kind of jumbled up there. But this team still controls their destiny if they find a way to get on a winning streak, find a way to beat Carolina. And that's really that's the only game that does matter because if we can't beat them, then, you know, your season's pretty much over because you're at three and five and you're not going to you're not going to go on a run of, you know, seven and three. Yeah. yeah, seven, whatever. So seven and one. But anyway, uh, and then, yeah, as Mark was saying about Jameis. It's, you know, this is year four, and he's showing signs of still rookie mistakes that he made in year one, and it just continues to happen. And that's that's the biggest frustrating. Now, whether that be coaching staff and the coaching staff's not helping him get out of that, I don't know. I mean, they I'm sure they tell him not to turn over the ball, like not to throw stupid interceptions, but it just continues to happen. I mean, let's, let's talk about your argument. Well, no, let's, let's finish the game about – 
the Bengals Bucks. Mm-hmm. So my big thing was I like how that Mike Evans touchdown that was 72 yards. I, when I thought about it, I was like, holy shit, that was his longest touchdown ever. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it was an easy like 30, 40 yard pass. And that was it. Right. But the fact of it is, is that it was thrown with such perfect timing that he broke on a route and literally was out before he broke on the route. Right. Because Fitzpatrick knew, okay, that space is going to be open. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge issue with Winston that he, he trusts his arm, so he waits for the guy to get open instead of throwing it to a spot. Right. And that's the difference between a great quarterback and just a guy that's trying to get it. Yeah. And Well, before I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but the you look at the first interception that he had to, to Williams, the overthrow to Mike Evans, but you go back a couple of plays, the pass to Adam Humphreys, that ball was late. Like, if that ball is out, before even Humphreys breaks to that spot, mm-hmm. that's a completion, maybe even a touchdown, because he's open on that in that area. But Jameis doesn't see it right away. He has to step up in the pocket, and then he tries to throw it late, and it's almost intercepted. So, you know, it's just things like that. But, yeah, I mean, you're right. Uh, continue on. I agree with your point. And like, it's like he throws it to the guy. Right. And, yeah, he trusts he, – he knows he has a cannon. Fitzpatrick doesn't. Mm-hmm. Fitzpatrick's smarter because he knows to throw it to a space, to a spot. Right. Winston throws it to the guy when he's there. And a lot of people even on the radio, thank God we have educated fans nowadays. Mm-hmm. I've, I've felt like the damn fans are just blurting out crap. Right. But I put out on Twitter saying we need to stop making excuses, offense and defense. Stop saying, oh, but, but this could have happened, but this. Yeah. Oh, but... If he just doesn't throw it over, he's always throwing it over a person's head. Right. He's never had accuracy. Mm-hmm. He's had some accuracy, but a lot of inconsistency. Mm-hmm. And I, for one, I've always defended him. Yes, I'm I'm the lead defender of Jameis Winston, but that game was all his fault. All of it was his fault. If he doesn't throw two of them, we win the game. Mm-hmm. And it's dumb. Yeah. In the in the end zone, you're throwing interceptions. Well, you... In your own twenty, where you need don't get rid of the ball and give them points and you throw a pick six and your only answer in your press conference is I can't I, I gotta fix it <laughs> I, I just can't do it you've been saying that for four damn years yeah. get your shit fixed or get the hell out mm-hmm. and obviously by this move to me Fitzpatrick starting over your number one overall pick yeah. and it's not based off of injury suspension it's based off of shitty play mm-hmm. and he deserves it and I, I don't know if he's ever going to start again here. Carter's like, oh, he may be. This is just a win-now situation. Yeah, if it's win-now, your best player's out there. Right. Obviously, you know it to, in your own mind. Winston doesn't put you in the best position to win. Yeah, he's, he's not getting the job done. And, yeah, I mean, you have to go with Fitzpatrick. If he's, if he's the guy, then you have to make it happen. But, yeah, I mean... Cutter knows he needs to win. Like this team has to go on, on a stretch run. So, but no. But my thing, this is Fitzpatrick. Yeah, does put you in the best position to win now. Winston, he may be future, but to me, he's no longer future of us. Right. It's, it hurts me to say that, but a guy four years in, you would think he'd learn already to throw to spots. To beat defenses with your head, not beat them with your arm. Mm-hmm. And I, you can think of so many guys with great arms that never had a good... Jeff George is the biggest one. Mm-hmm. Cannon for an arm. Didn't do shit. Right. 
Brian Leaf had a cannon for an arm, didn't do shit. But look at look at the guy, Tom Brady, six round pick, best quarterback ever. Didn't have a cannon, didn't have anything special. Drew Brees, no height, no cannon, can throw to spots. And everyone puts so much value on a, a cannon. Oh, he can throw to every spot. Any one of these quarterbacks can throw to any spot. They just can't deliver it like a cannon like all these other guys. Right. Even Peyton Manning didn't have a rocket, mm-hmm. but he can make every throw. Right. And if you're smarter than your arm, you're going to get you're going to beat Jameis Winston every day. Mm-hmm. It's it's common sense and that's why Fitzpatrick's in there and that's why he's going to hopefully lead us to some wins, but he's going to put us in a better position than Winston will. And right. I I don't want to hear an argument anymore for Winston. I'm already putting it to bed. I don't. I've rooted for this guy over and over. I've stuck up for him. It hurts me to say it, but that game was such a huge slap to my face, knowing that holy crap, I've been defending shit. <laughs> and it, you you can't make that bad of throws right. in an NFL game where inches matter. Mm-hmm. And you're overthrowing guys by four or five feet. Well, I, I think... The it, announcer had it perfect. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was like, our intro said it best. Like, protection is good, but it's a bad throw still. So, you know, my biggest thing with Jameis is like, you know, there's just no progression. And that's that's the frustrating part. There's no uh, there's no improvement of mechanics. And yes, he's, he's not fumbling the football, which is a good sign. He, I know he brought in the glove. Uh, which has helped. He has done a better job of moving around in the pocket. But you saw it yesterday. I mean, just late, you know, in decision-making as far as throwing it. Uh, Timing was not there. Um, Now, my argument, you know, my argument was today, and I was talking with Mark about this, it's like I wonder what Jameis could do with a real good coaching staff. Like you look at Sean McVay with Jared Goff and the transformation that he was able to make. But – I don't know. Jared Goff's a different style quarterback. He's got the accuracy, the touch. So maybe it it won't work, but I would just like to see Jameis with a real competent coaching staff. But then again, we've seen this for four years, and that's just who he is. I mean, you have 71 turnovers over four years in comparison to 84 touchdowns. And... And our good friend Stephen Beck put out a great th- uh, thread on Twitter today, of, you know, breaking it down as far as stats. And he put it best. I mean, this league is about wins, and unfortunately, Winston just hasn't been good enough. Uh, 19-29 and 29 record as a starter. It's just not good enough in the NFL. Now, granted, you compare that to other quarterbacks in this league that have similar numbers, but they have better defenses to work with, and and that's that's a fair point to to Winston. He has put us in positions to win his games, but the defense unfortunately you know allows it up at the end or whatever. But from him alone, looking at him as a quarterback, it's just it's just not good enough. And we've seen too many times where he's had games like this yesterday. I mean, you look at it last year, years before that. Um, just bad football, you know, case in point, like the Minnesota game, you know, mm-hmm. not getting us off to a good start, throwing interceptions, even Arizona Cardinals game. I think it was two years ago where he got blown out 40 to seven, but it's, it's just stuff like that. And it's, it's consistently happening and there's nothing that he's doing to make it better. And it's, and 
that's what he is. I mean, and, uh, well, what was the stat? It was he's thrown two plus interceptions in how many games? They put that up. I'm not sure the exact game. It was a shit ton. Yeah, I'm sure it's a lot. I mean, I think over his last 13 games, he has. Um, it's it's like double digit turnovers. I know he has ten interceptions already through three games, which is that's a historic pace. He's only one behind Josh Freeman, who had eleven in a in a three game span. So, and that's unfortunately where he's heading. He you know he's heading towards a Josh Freeman's type career, and it's sad to say, but you know that's that's what he is. And then for those who want to say or defend him. Because I, I defend him all the time. Mm-hmm. But those who want to say, oh, he's a gunslinger, you got to expect that with a gunslinger. Brett Favre is a gunslinger. Right. He, lead, he led, forgive me, he led with interceptions and touchdowns. But the thing is, he didn't put, yourself, didn't put him in a position to lose every damn game. Right. He made his gambles when he wanted to. But it wasn't like it was in your own end zone. It was heaving it. It was almost going to be like a damn punt. Brett Favre is a whole other animal. I mean, Winston is overthrowing guys. Brett Favre may be giving his guy a shot that's one-on-one or trying to fit it in a tight hole. Winston didn't try and fit any tight holes. He just threw it two guys. The Preston Brown or whatever the hell, Brown? Yeah, Preston Brown, yeah. That literally was the dumbest decision. Just take a sack. Yeah. Or throw. immediately throw it to Adam Humphreys. Just throw the ball. He was the open. He was, It doesn't matter. It would have been like a one-yard gain. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. He would have gotten it, and it would have been a safe. Yeah. He would have lost the down because he've only gained one second, down. One would yard. have been in second and nine. Like, but just throw the ball out of it bounds. It doesn't matter. Just yeah. yeah, if that is, throw it out of bounds. He, I don't care this, this mentality of i got to win every play. Yes, have that. But also, no, it's got to not win every play, but win every game. Yeah. There's more than one play in a game. Yeah. So what the hell is going through your head that you think, oh, no, i got to force it? Even the, Mike Evans, there was a guy right behind him. Even if he threw it to him, it would have been an incompletion. Yeah. But if, Brown was right in front of him. Yeah. And that's why Dotson had that reaction of, what the fuck? <laughs> Again? It was a stupid throw. Yeah. Dotson probably said the same thing. I wish I could ask Dotson what he thought. We got Dotson. <laughs> but, no, no, you're exactly right. And, like – you know that play uh, to Preston Brown where he throws it right to him. Yeah, I mean you either got to you know get it to Humphreys, which is the play design. It's like what are you looking at? Even though I know Sam Hubbard is coming down at you, but still like either make that play or throw it out of bounds. Like it's it's not rocket science. And then he tries. It's just bad mechanics. He stops completely instead of continuing to roll to the sideline. You know why are you stopping? Continue to run. And that way you have a chance to either just toss it out of bounds or whatever, whatever you got to do. Like, it just, it makes no sense. And it's very frustrating to see him continue to do these things. And I think, you know, Mark and I will both agree, yeah, we're done of defending him because this is something that just continues to happen. Like, Atlanta Falcons game, bad interceptions, you know. Whether you know the the pass to Gawain, whether it's a misplacement or whatever, still you just you can't have that stuff. Um, and that, that's an accuracy issue. Yeah, right. take your risk. It wasn't even a risk. You, he was on a linebacker. Good idea. Right. But put it where only he can catch it. Yeah, exactly. And I I defended him. I defended him. I was a good read. It was a good read. Right. Terrible placement. You can't put it anywhere near where a guy can get it. Yeah. It has to be where only your guy can get it. Brett Favre did that. He did it with his fucking lasers, and where only his receiver could catch it. 
Yeah. And break well, his damn well, fingers the, doing the it. The big thing with Brett, yeah. <laughs> well, the big thing with Brett, Brett Favre is he produced so many touchdowns in comparison to inter- into turnovers. Like, his touchdowns were double whatever turnovers he might have had. Uh, but he would always find a way to put his team in the best chance to win. Like, give them the best chance to win. Uh, and it was usually like he had he had runs of games like you know streaks where it'd be six games where he didn't have a turnover like it was just money like four touchdown games after four touchdown games and he would get his team in winning position and they would go on runs you don't see that with Jameis Jameis it'll be you know yeah, he'll have at least an interception a game he'll have a, he'll have a stretch where you know he'll go maybe four games where he plays really good but then it's just it's like another clunker after that and that's been the that's been the thing with his career so far and it's it's unfortunate but i i'm in the boat with mark i think it's time to move on and obviously this move to fitzpatrick is really a shot to Jameis saying we're not so sure i mean this we're really com- uh, debating moving on next year and you have a 20 million dollar decision and you can walk away from that if you cut him before March. And I think, you know, it's it's definitely on the table. All right. So before we move on from Winston, I just want to break down the four interceptions really fast. Like literally really fast. Mm-hmm. First touchdown, first interception that should have been a touchdown. It's in our own red zone. Right. Throwing it to Mike Evans, forcing it there. It's in his own coverage. He, yeah, he beats the linebacker. He beats the corner because the corner's staying down. Linebacker's still coming up into coverage. Safety's right over the top. Mm-hmm. To me, the only position you could have put that is throw it back shoulder. Yeah, right on him. Right on him. Yeah. And you sail this, and then Mike Evans tries to come out saying, oh, I, I should have caught that. I'm one of the best receivers in the league. Mm-hmm. Cutter saying, oh, he should have just went straight. I'm No, that's when I literally came out with this saying, stop making these damn bitch excuses. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of it. Yeah. Literally tired of it. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. That in your own damn end zone to do that, it, I just said it already. It's stupid. <laughs> yeah. That was dumb. There's no, oh, but, but he didn't. No, I, it's an excuse. Yeah, especially when you have other guys open on the other side of the yes. field. Yes, and then, yes. <laughs> was that the one where Adam Humphreys was wide open? Yeah. 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 And everyone pointed out, yes, I agree with y'all. Sorry for defending Winston so many damn times. I I thought he was better, and he thought he would progress, but he didn't. Mm. Y'all were right. I was wrong. I'll own up to that one. Second one was uh, not the break. That's three. Yeah, the second one was right to the Preston Brown. Oh, yeah, Brown. Preston Brown. Yeah. We already talked about that one. It's right. dumb, yeah. stupid, just him trying to be the savior of the team. No one player can overcome 11. Right. We always say that. Yeah. Dumb on him. And then the break. Three. Yeah. Break. Totally overthrown. Even the damn announcer said, oh, my God, overthrown. Terrible pass. It was. You can't fix it. That was a simple throw. He was wide open in the middle of the field. A touch. A damn, my daughter could have made that. A six-year-old could have made that throw. It was five to eight yards. Mm-hmm. She's thrown farther than that. Terrible. Yeah. And then the last one, telegraphed it. Just stay. And he even said to himself, yeah, I got to do better now. I looked at it. And but, 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 I don't give a shit what you think. <laughs> you threw an interception for a touchdown. The first three were bad. That was the worst. Yeah. And that's why Cutter was probably like, fuck that. <laughs> Fish, get the fuck up. Get the hell out there. <laughs> and, yes, it's explicit for that damn reason. And y'all should be just as pissed as I am. Because that was so stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, I should get a stamp that says stupid and put it on his damn forehead. That's how pissed I was after that. 
and how adamant I was like, no, I'm done with him. Mm. No, we're, we're not boyfriend. We're not friends with benefits. We're, we're getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> we're done. And that's how it is. Like, it, I couldn't believe he was that dumb. Four years in, I've defended your ass so many damn times, and this is what you do. This is what you do. <laughs> and it's it's done. Okay? So, those were the four interceptions. That's where you got to laugh at him. Laugh at that four interception broadcast. I thought that was beautiful. That's why I wanted to make, make it for y'all. But, now, Fitz Magic. Yeah. Y'all that wanted him, have him. I'm happy to have him as well. He's going to... Make those timing throws. I, I like I was saying earlier that that timing throw to Mike Evans, a seventy-two yard touchdown, was a thing of beauty. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it was that long. Um, a lot of his, like I said in the last podcast, Jameis Winston with the curls didn't even throw it. Those are timing routes. Those are routes that Fitzpatrick will hit. Mm-hmm. And if it's a, a play, a defensive defender that makes a huge play, you got to give it to him. Right. But Fitzpatrick will put you in a position to win, and that's what Cutter wants. Yeah. And that's what's going to ultimately, if Fitzpatrick can put it together with the offensive weapons that he has, we've talked about every team knows that we have mm-hmm. and is scared of, if he uses them to the best ability, it's hard to stop us. Right. And that's where the optimism comes because you can't stop, you can't stop us. You right. can't. You honestly can't. Yeah. It doesn't matter what offensive system you're running. The amount of weapons that we have, you cannot stop it. Mm-hmm. You have two tight ends. You have four wide receivers. Right. You're, you're loaded all over. Yeah. How many how many points did he got yesterday in just one quarter? I think he got scored 18. 18 in one quarter. Because he had a touchdown field goal. Or two touchdowns. He had 18 in one quarter. Yeah. 18 in one quarter. I mean, that just shows you how explosive our offense can be. Uh, but I think, you know, the biggest thing is, will this coaching staff learn from that Pittsburgh game and learn from the Chicago game? As far as overall game plan and understanding what they need to do with Fitzpatrick, I think they have to make a, a, a good like overall game plan to make sure they don't put Fitzpatrick in those situations where uh, he like if they can keep him in rhythm, like he's a, he's best when he can be in rhythm and on timing because that's what works for him. But when they have to, you know, have these seven-step drops where he's got to wait and, like, look and do all that, I think they got to get away from that. So if they can keep him where it's rhythm, he knows where he's going to identify, maybe let him just uh, probably freelance a little bit as far as calling routes and stuff because it seems like whenever he's making the checks and making, you know, hot routes or whatever, like, that stuff works for him. And it worked yesterday with the Mike Evans play. Um you know, that's that's something we have to do. Obviously, balance, you know, feed the ball to Peyton Barber, who was awesome yesterday, 19 carries, 85 yards, a touchdown. Uh, you know, we got to continue to do that. Uh, we also had unfortunate news today. Ronald Jones is probably going to be out for a couple weeks, hamstring injury. So that's probably going to mean the return of Sean Wilson. So maybe he can add some more juice to, you know, our offense. Juice. <laughs> but I think, you know, and I, I think Mark's right. I mean, we can definitely win f- with Fitzpatrick, but the main thing is, is he going to learn and also is the coaching staff going to learn just protect the damn football? Like, if we can do that and stay ahead of schedule, we'll be okay. Um, obviously, defensively, we can't have bad first halves. So we got to continue to find a way to play four quarters of what we showed in the second half. Granted, maybe Cincinnati backed off a little bit and was a little conservative, but still, you got to find ways and, and know what works. Yeah, and then he was talking about 
running the damn ball and passing and trying to get on a winning streak, yeah. But the thing is, this is how adamant that I am about not wanting Winston anymore and moving on. Those who know us know we do 24-7, the Buccaneers. We talk about in-game, preseason, off-season. And that's where we're, we literally do a lot of even more work is on the off-season. And we go over draft boss prospects mm-hmm. big time. Yeah. I'm huge in looking in the video. Obviously, you see the video every week that we put out. But it's not just of game week. It's of draft draft prospects, free agents that we want to see. Mm-hmm. So we go into everything. That's how much we love the Bucks and how much we want them to succeed and find guys that we like. Not to mention that we think that would go well with the team. Mm-hmm. And I've even started looking more into quarterbacks already. Yeah. And like I, I put it on Twitter once. I don't know if anyone saw it, but I lo- I'm looking at the Duke quarterback, Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. And he's those are the anticipation. He's already making calls at the line. He has a quarterback coach that coached Manning and, and the two Manning Manning brothers, yeah. Peyton and Eli. Yep. Like that's a, a guy that I like because of that, and because he throws with anticipation, throws with timing, throws with touch. Yeah, well, he doesn't know what the hell throwing with touch is. Mm. So I'm already looking into that. That's how much Winston pissed me off. <laughs> And how much I am already moving on. And that's uh, maybe just me as a person. But those who want to still stick by him, I'm not with you anymore. I'm moving on with the team. Winston's no longer my quarterback anymore, sadly. But I want to win games. I'm with you you guys that say, I just want to win. Mm -hmm. And it's true. I don't want the number one pick. I want to win games. I, I I don't ever want to be around the number one pick. That's why we made a, a pat to say, oh, if we ever get the number one pick, we're going. Yeah. We went, and it was Winston. We thought that was the right one. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he hasn't progressed at all. So we were dumb in that. And I, I will put my head on the table and say, yeah, I, I fucked up. But I'm learning, and I'm seeing you got to look at everything. I learned it last year with – not last year, the year before with Justin Evans and Beckwith. Both those guys had very – good talents but it wasn't all together they just needed the coaching yeah i only saw that they kept missing tackles they just kept going downhill mm-hmm. but the thing is in the nfl you get coaching 24 7 and they're learning where they need to fix things and the coaches played them to their strengths right and that's why duffner give him credit he made beckwith in his rookie season a great linebacker not great but a really good linebacker mm-hmm. led us in tackles the first few weeks right right and then Justin Evans, he's grown so much as a player. Like, these are things that I'm learning just as long as, as well as y'all are learning. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll keep pushing, putting it out there. But enough of me and the drama of Jameis Winston. Yeah. Let's move forward about um, the Vita Vera injury, mm-hmm. uh, Deshaun Jackson's drama, yeah, and then the Panthers. Uh, Vita Vera, yeah, he had his MRI. Cutter was happy. They finally came up with good news. It wasn't torn. It's probably from him dropping back, which I will put out later. Sorry to delaying it. But uh, Vita Vea, he is showing a lot more. I put one video up of him. He's, he's got hustle at 350 damn pounds. Yeah, yeah for So sure. I'm proud of that. Deshaun Jackson, let's see what he thinks about when Fitzpatrick's starting now. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, like, they had the uh, the NFL on their Instagram posted uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick as a starter. And Deshaun Jackson liked it on Instagram. So that, I mean, that shows you, like, 
he obviously wants Fitzpatrick in there, and I think, you know, you know, they have a good connection. So I don't think he's going to go anywhere. I I doubt the Bucks make any moves uh, tomorrow. I'd be surprised if we make any trades. Uh, we'd have to be blown away by some team giving us, you know, a lot of good compensation, whether it be draft picks or players. But yeah, I mean, and I wanted to touch on what Mark was talking about uh, earlier. You know, with the draft and everything. Like this year, this this after this season's over, like we will be looking at all positions this year. And I think that is something uh, we're going to strive to do because when you look at this team, you know, as talented as they may be, again, this team probably needs anywhere. Like no one's really safe to say the, say the least. And that's true, especially if a new coaching staff is going to come in here, a new general manager, perhaps. OJ safe. I'm going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, there's a few, there's a few that are safe, but I'm just saying like, we're really going to try to break it all down as far as positions and really go across the board. Uh, with me being done with school, I'm going to be looking at more tape this year and really uh, try to form more opinions as far as what we can bring. And, and I'm sure Mark and I will not agree on every player. Uh, we've Good. had, we, yeah, we've had our battles in the past, um, you know, and, you know, to highlight some of the, the things that we have got right. I mean, Jordan Whitehead is a player that we've loved and Mark pointed him out to me and then I watched more tape of him and he just shows you yesterday. I mean, the plays he made yesterday was a great, uh, grand example of what he can be, uh, just in the right spot at the right times, making fourth down stops, making good tackles. Uh, so those are just things, um, that we're going to continue to do and, and expand on. But yeah, I mean the, the Deshaun Jackson, I think he's going to be happy. Vita Vea, I'm glad he's not, he didn't tear his ACL. Uh, but yeah, um, I think we got to move on and, and look at the Panthers, but what's your initial thoughts of the Panthers? They're a good team, five and two already. I mean, so you better hope Vita Vea can come back. I I doubt he'll play this week, but coaches think he's going to play, but really? Yeah, we'll see. They say it's not, they say it's not major. He's going to be playing with a brace then. Probably. Yeah. But it's. Literally, the Panthers stop the run, force him to pass. Yeah. I mean, Cam Newton can do it both ways. He can, he can run, he can throw the bomb, and McCaffrey is dangerous. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the, the hole may not be there, but he may bounce outside and make it himself. Especially if, it, if Taylor and just hits his gap before he, the guy even goes into it. He's just ultra, I don't know if Quan told him, oh, hit it, just mm-hmm. go crazy, make a play happen. But it's... He's just rushing it a little too much. Mm-hmm. Um, we we I'm going to say this every damn week. We can win with our offense if our defense just plays average. Yeah, for sure. But the thing is, I'm not going to say that anymore because it's it's dumb now. <laughs> but I mean, we are. I think we'll make it competitive. Yeah. And I hope we do win as a fan with the amount of like momentum that we. Don't have. <laughs> I don't see it, but and how much momentum that the Panthers have. Right, right. Jesus, and they're they're at home. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's my answer. <laughs> like looking at those two things, Cutter's trying to save his damn job, right, and his livelihood. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, we play balls with the walls. Yeah, but you better hope Beck with plays. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, I mean, looking from you know just briefly what I've seen of the Panthers. 
Uh, very different offense uh, this year. They are very more creative uh, with their personnel and their packages as far as what they like to run. Okay. And, um, but, yeah, I mean, they, they bring it from anywhere as far as their offense. Like, they have Devin Funches, who's, who's a little bit better, and then they have, um, you know, Corey Samuel on sweeps. But, and then defensively, I think defensively they can be attacked. Uh, I think, you know, man coverage, uh, they like to play more. They're not playing as much zone, you know, with the Deontay Jackson addition. Uh, they still have very good front seven, you know, six in, in run defense so far this year. Uh, I think they're 26 against the pass. So, yeah, I mean, our team's going to have chances. They're going to have opportunities. But I don't know. We'll see. Uh, again, like Mark says, I mean, are we going to attack the weaknesses? Are we going to play to our strengths and what we do well? Uh, defensively, is our defensive line going to be better up front and, and make plays? Uh, JPP's playing outstanding, but are we going to get guys to help him out and, and show up and be disruptive? Uh, linebacker core, we're going to need, uh, like Mark said, Beckwith back. Hopefully he can come back. That would be a big boost. Maybe we can get Kevin Minter in on some snaps and get him comfortable because uh, I know he's good against the run. Do we play some 3-4 looks? Is that a possibility? I don't know, but... You know, you're facing uh, a Panthers team that is confident, like Mark said, and, and Cam Newton is is on fire right now. He's playing, you know, above average, and they're really playing to his strengths. But, you know, with that said, I think we'll get more into the Panthers as, you know, we get later in the week. But uh, I think we're going to wrap it up, and I hope you enjoy the show. We're more positive today. Uh, with that being said, make sure to follow us on iTunes. Uh, follow us at Real Bucks Talk, Podbean, Google Play. And that's going to do for us. And everyone have a great night. And to leave you off, let's remember why Winston's not the starting quarterback anymore. (laughs) Enjoy and have a good night. Winston, middle of the field, and intercepted. He overthrew Evans, and Sean Williams has the pick for the Bengals. Under pressure, Winston's got to get rid of it, and it's intercepted. A terrible throw to Preston Brown. On first down, Winston fakes the run, sets to throw, and overthrows his third interception of this game. He had Cameron Brait open, and he threw it too high. Protection is good. The throw is not. His fourth interception of the game. It's an interception touchdown for Jesse Bates and the Bengals.